0: Hey there, it's Casey Dillman, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Tax Sell Podcast. We do post two episodes every single week, so make sure you check back every Monday and every Friday to get our newest episodes. Today I want to talk about a topic that is extremely important, and that's thinking outside of the box. I've made a good amount of money over the years by doing the things that other people are not doing. And I'm not bashful about telling you that doing what everybody else is doing probably won't work for you. There's too much competition. Every single investor wants to buy that little house that needs carpet, needs paint, and some fresh flowers that you can flip in two weeks and make 50 grand. If you find one of those, feel free to do me a favor and email it right on over. Now, on many of my episodes, I suggest that you think outside of the box, that you develop unique strategies, that you find ways to make money in this business That the masses might overlook. If you're able to find a unique angle and take that strategy and implement it successfully, then you have found yourself a goldmine. My suggestion is that when you look at a piece of real estate, you need to ask yourself, is there another way that is not quite as obvious that I can make some money with? What can I do with this property to make money outside of the norm and odds are if you develop a unique strategy, especially for those less desirable properties, if you develop a strategy that other folks are not using, then you'll be able to pick up the properties very cheaply and you can essentially choose how much money you want to make. Let me give you a few examples. The first example is somebody that I've mentioned before. This is a gentleman who buys mobile home lots in very, very rural areas. He picks those lots up for nearly nothing because there's not a whole lot of people that want to move to those areas. And then he will take these lots and he will sell them with owner financing with a minimal down payment, no credit checks, of course, 10% interest. And he'll collect the payments over five to 10 years. He basically found a product, the land in the middle of nowhere, that is not too desirable. And he made it desirable because somebody could purchase the property for such little money out of pocket and small monthly payments and he has thousands of these people that are paying them 75 to 100 dollars per month another example is somebody who purchases only properties on well-traveled roads obviously most people want those commercial properties right they want the properties that are in very very popular area but i'm not talking about that instead what he does is he goes after those unusual shaped properties, or these small, unbuildable lots. And he looks for those that are on the well-traveled roads that cannot be developed. The tenth of an acre leftover stuff, or even maybe the quarter acre that's unbuildable by commercial standards. And then he constructs a billboard, and he makes plenty of cash renting that billboard out on the otherwise useless properties. He bought an undesirable piece of real estate, and he figured out a way to make it cash flow. And he's been doing this for many, many years. Another example is somebody who purchases the mobile homes that are severely dilapidated to the point that they can never be lived in again. The ones that are just old and falling apart, the ones that are fire damaged, that kind of thing. And then he has a friend that hauls off the mobile homes for him. And then... They will place a used mobile home back onto that property since it already has a well and septic tank in place and they'll make their money that way so you have one person that buys this real estate and then one person that's kind of a partnership that apparently has a connection to get some used mobile homes so they take these undesirable beat up properties and they make them desirable again another example is somebody who buys the extremely cheap lots from OTC lists and auctions to resell to the speculators online. They know that there's not a whole lot of desire for these properties, but they also know there are speculators who want to buy very cheap real estate. Again, they took the undesirable properties and they made it desirable. And there are countless other examples just like these i encourage you to learn from others who think outside of the box i encourage you to look at properties and constantly ask yourself is there another way but the issue that many new investors have it seems is that they don't think all that far ahead i've heard of new investors who have purchased old schools landlocked properties swampland lighthouses and other very unique properties because, in their mind, in quote, somebody will buy it from them. The sad truth is that those same properties often end up back at the tax sale two or three years later when they lose it to tax foreclosure after they cannot sell that property. The most important thing to understand is that you must have a pre planned exit strategy. When I look at buying something, I know. That there is no way I will lose money on a piece of real estate simply because I already know exactly who I'll be selling that property to, many times down to the specific buyer, or at the very least, the type of buyer it will be. And if that falls through, I have backup plans that will also make it a successful investment. Thinking outside of the box is good unless you start to think too far outside of the box to the point where there are no buyers. I'm all about new strategies, about new ways of thinking and making money, but it's imperative that you prove your concept prior to sinking loads and loads of money into some outlandish idea. You must have your buyer lined up and then have a backup plan lined up in case that falls apart. Let me be very clear. Yes, you should absolutely work To think outside the box on a constant basis but you also need to constantly be careful that you don't go so far that there is not a single buyer waiting for you on the other side so as you look at properties the question is not how can you do it differently from everybody else the question is how can you successfully do it differently than everybody else And naturally, that means that you ought to find the out-of-box method that's likely hidden from other folks where you will still have plenty of buyers lined up. Because at the end of the day, investing real estate is really two sides. Number one is when you acquire real estate. And number two, that is when you profit, hopefully, from that real estate. And in order to profit, you must find somebody to buy it from you. So make sure you don't take it too far. Listen, I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next week for our next episode right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.